Welcome to the Mike and Micah podcast presented by Legendary Sports Network. Mike here writing solo for this post-game episode. We're going to be doing something special these finals. After every game, we will be coming back and reacting live. I'm on this week by uh, this game by myself, but Micah will be on for game two and we'll definitely get a mixture of people throughout uh, however long this series go. But just want to do a quick recap of what went down in game one. Game one is officially over, just ended a couple a couple of minutes ago, the Raptors were able to win game one, their first ever NBA Finals game, first NBA Finals game at home. They were able to pick up uh, pick up the victory in this game. A very impressive game from the Raptors. Uh, final score was 118 to 109. The Warriors, surprisingly, still have not beat the Raptors this season in the three games that they've played. This was is going to be known as the Pascal Siakam game. Siakam made 11 straight buckets he only missed three shots on the night he went 14 for 17 32 points eight rebounds five assists Kawhi didn't even have a great game but they were still able to pull it out with he went five for 14 with 23 Marcus saw a great game six for 10 with 20 points Kyle Lowry was the Kyle Lowry we know and love two for nine uh with seven points <clears throat> it really was four points he made a three at the very end that didn't mean uh didn't mean much in that game and ran bleed it's still being very hot five for eight from the field going through this game and looking at it um i don't think we can really overreact what overreact on what exactly we saw i don't expect the raptors to go ahead and shoot like this when you come to siakam and i don't expect the warriors to be this bad shooting wise for the warriors three-point shooting Draymond Green 0 for 2. He's not he's not a great shooter, but you you can get him to make one three. Uh Curry 4 for 9, that's usual. The big problem was Andre Iguodala, who can count on two to three threes a game, especially in that last series. He was 0 for 4 tonight. Clay Thompson, 8 for 17, didn't really have the touch. Besides Curry, Curry, Clay, and Draymond, nobody else was in double fig, double digits. And if that's gonna be the case, you're not gonna you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win. Uh, this series I think that coming out next game the scheme is going to be very different I think the Warriors are going to be fine I honestly don't believe that they're going to worry much about uh worry much about this game but they do need production from almost everywhere else looking at it uh back to the Raptor side Siakam amazing game he was able to get to the rim with ease he was great defender throughout the game Kawhi Leonard like I said didn't have an amazing game but 5 for 14 when you have Siakam going crazy it was enough to do it they got production from everybody even Patrick McCaw who only played seven minutes but hit a very pivotal three at the end of the third quarter was able to do something and if they can get this type of production throughout the series it's going to make for a very fun series but then again I don't think that everybody should overreact after just one game of watching um watching this series I do find it interesting that Iggy only played 29 minutes I don't think they found their rotation yet because uh DeMarcus Cousins is coming back uh KD is still hurt so I think that they're still trying to figure out their rotation but it's it's going to be a fun series I think that this series has a potential to be uh a six seven game series I did say Warriors in five I'm going to stick to Warriors in five until it's not possible just that's just how I I roll with my predictions but it, it's definitely going to make for 
an interesting series. I did believe the Raptors were going to win one of these two games, but Golden State is going to win. Um, I thought the Raptors were going to win game two, actually, and then Golden State wins game three, four, um, five, games three, four, and five, but I could still see a possibility of Golden State winning game two and winning game uh, three and four at home and then coming and closing it out. We saw a quick scuffle with uh, Draymond Green and Drake at the end. That's probably going to be in the headlines all tomorrow uh, about should Drake be, is he too involved in this Raptors franchise? But I only think it's motivation. I only think it's going to help the Warriors. Um, I, I don't think we're giving Nick Nurse enough credit on how good he's been this playoffs with his adjustments and his lineups. Um, Dwayne Casey, a great coach, we all know, but Nick Nurse has been able to pull out something out of this the Raptors lineup that I don't think Dwayne Casey has ever been able to. Siakam, uh, obviously it's all on him that he took this big step today, um, but the lineup that they were able to put out where Ibaka was able to give you some uh, some points or rebounds, Van Vliet, even bringing off Patty McCall for who hadn't played in the playoffs, but now you see him going ahead and hitting a big shot at the end of the third. It's great to see that Nick Nurse um, is getting is going to be able to to be seen as one of the best coaches um, in the NBA. He's not winning Coach of the Year this year, but I definitely think next year he's going to be a front-running uh, candidate for that. Um, any other quick reactions from this game? I do believe that... Uh, that Marcus saw that they have to start respecting Marcus saw from the three point line. That was a, another big one that I wanted to bring up. Just the fact that he was able to, they would double team Kawhi and Kawhi would pass it over to Gasol. Gasol would go ahead and shoot. I, I don't think that that's going to be able to, to be sustainable. If you're going to just leave him out there, I think the double team is going to have to stop and you have to play everybody straight up. But this is, this was a, this is a wake up call for the Warriors. They had, breeze through the uh blazer series they were off of nine days of rest which it's not easy to come off of nine games you could see that they were very very sluggish coming into the game um after beating the rockets in portland i know they were flying very high and probably underestimated this raptors team do i believe that's going to happen now no the warriors have never been down oh and i want to see if they have the ability to come out and throw a punch right back uh, to the Warriors right now in the early line as Raptors minus three and a half for game two, which is very interesting. I think that that's, uh, that's, that's something that it seems pretty high. I, if, if I was, uh, if I was going to bet on it, I'd probably take Warriors plus three and a half, but the Raptors show that this is, this is, they aren't going down without a fight and Toronto, that crowd was crazy. Jurassic Park was crazy. We're going to get a lot of hot takes tomorrow on how the Raptors have this series and how they looked unstoppable, but it's game one. We saw in the previous series that <laughs> the Bucks went up 2-0 and they lost the next four. We saw the Warriors go up 2-0 against uh, the Houston Rockets and the Rockets tied it up 2-2. It's going to be, it's a long series, but like I said, I'm sticking with Warriors in five. Um, I just think that they have the star power and if Katie's able to come back by game three or game four, it's just going to be even easier for them. But I think that's going to do it for this quick recap. We'll be back next game, uh, Sunday night, for another very quick podcast. Just wrapping up what we saw from game two and getting our instant reaction. Maybe even do a podcast before. Maybe doing a quick preview podcast for 
uh, game two. But that's going to do it here for the Mike and Mike podcast. Quick game one recap. We'll see you next time. Peace.